And we're back with another WTF Is This Sportscast. Welcome, boys and girls. And, of course, if you didn't know already, it's What the Fuck Is This pot Sportscast. I can say it. I can say it. we got past the seven seconds. Hooray. Um, but, no, we're here again. And, of course, we got one of the best shows ever because we're covering WrestleMania. Well, we're actually reviewing WrestleMania. What yep. happened on the first and second night? Uh, you know, we're going to do that this episode. Now we got a few bit of like a little bit of news to cover and a little bit of Major League Baseball to go over because it's back. It's back. Baseball's back again. The crack of the bat, the smell of Cracker Jacks, uh, the crack that's behind the stadium being sold by that guy that lives in his Lincoln. It's all there. It's all there. I don't know. I can't prove that. But guess who else is here? The greatest co-host ever, Ray. That's me. We, he goes by first name only. He's like Prince. Yeah. Uh, it's just Ray. N- then I'll be the artist formerly known as Ray. Yes, Wait we're doing that. <laughs> first t-shirt made. Um, but no, to start things out, though, Ray, what's in the news today in the sports world? What is one of the things that we should all be talking about? Well, uh, other than WrestleMania, we have the, just so we can say we concluded, since we've been uh, talking about it to the buildup, UConn beat San Diego State. Yes. Which I have to say, you called like a couple weeks, couple weeks prior. So after I, I, UConn was one of the only teams yeah. left. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't see them going. Yet. Yeah, well, Ray Domus can shut up because, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, we also have in the women's, and sad. This is sucks that this is why we're talking about it. But LSU beat Iowa in the women's championship. And, Hunter, there's a lot of controversy going on right now with one Caitlin Clark from uh, Iowa and Angel Reese from LSU taunting her, which... It's yeah. basketball. you got to be, be ready for that. It's basketball. Pretty much a shit talker got shit talked. <laughs> and everyone, everyone's up in arms about it. But I look at it as like, eh. Like you just said, it's basketball. It's sports. It happens. It's competitiveness. So, but did, didn't you want to talk about someone else that uh, covered that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I do. And, and I will I will say this. If you're going to shit talk somebody, do it during the game and not after because that's what got – I think that's what expanded on this whole thing of her being like – people like, oh, well – Reese is classless. I'm like, no, she just picked a poor time to do it at the end of the game. And she picked, like, so here's the part. Here's the part that bugged me about the situation. And this is the only part that bugged me is that she literally, okay, this isn't the only part. I will save the other piece. I was about to say, there are several parts that pissed me off. It's the fact that she followed Caitlin Clark to make sure. Like, she was like, oh, you can't see me. You can't, damn it. You can't see me. Shit, I better get in front of you. You can't see me. I got the ring. You don't. Don't follow somebody around for 20 minutes. Not literally 20 minutes, but don't follow somebody around because you need. You feel the need to be like, that's what's up, baby. I got the ring. Also, don't do that if you only scored 15 fucking points during the game and Caitlin Clark scored double what you did and tripled what your team did throughout the tournament. The reason people were pissed off that they did, she did this really, though, to boil it down, it's not has nothing to do with what fucking dumbass Stephen Smith said. Stephen A. Smith, you and I are going to have some words one day, and I'm going to call you out. I'm going to call you out so fucking hardcore, and I'm going to do it in a minute here, too. And I haven't forgot about one other person. Ray beautifully reminded me of it before the show, so he's going to get called out, too. But we're going to hold off for just a second on his name. Um, the problem I had with it, sorry, is good? like... The problem is is that I don't have a problem. The problem that I have is the fact that there is a whole compilation video of Caitlin Clark talking shit like throughout the other games. Yeah. yeah. Like she told the Louisville player to you're down by 15, shut the fuck up. You know. It's yep. like so yep. don't 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 sit here saying like and then they even have like interviews with like a teammate saying that like, "Oh man, I love she gets fired up even the to- during the timeout, she'll get riled up you know and she'll like shit talk and she i yeah. love i love it when she does the john cena you can't see me so angel reese did the you can't see me like 
you can't see a ring that you're getting either. Yeah. But you know what? The best part about that is, is that, yeah, it's trash talking at least could lead to like a rivalry or anything like that. Caitlin Clark was, as far as I know. She didn't give a shit. She didn't give a shit. <laughs> she was okay with it. You know what? They even asked them, asked her if, how would she feel if the winner and the runner up team went to the White House to see the, meet the president? And she goes, and she said, she goes like, I don't think runner up should be able to do that. She was like, I'll let LSU do that. They're the winners. Let's know? bring that up for a second. Let's talk about that. So Jill Biden was like, girls, you're all so great. I just want you both to come. I'm not going to say doctor because she's got a, she's a fucking doctorate in education. She's not a doctor. She's got a doctorate in education. A doctor is somebody who has a PhD and an MDM or an MMD or a DDM, you know, doctor of dentist, dental, whatever dentists One, do. Something like that. Whatever dentists are. Um, but, yeah, it's it's like sitting there and going, hey, yeah, so. Anyways, God, that was that loud. scared the shit out of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A couple drops of pee came out. Uh, that was actually for the the mouse this time, luckily. Uh, <laughs> God. <laughs> it was loud. Uh, a little technical sound there, a little technical. I wouldn't even say it's a glitch, but, yeah, Jill Biden said, I'm going to invite both. Oh, it's so great. I just want to invite both of them. And, of course, Andrew Reese was like, fuck that. Only winners get to go. And then everybody else was like, man, what a fucking class. No, she's fucking right. Yeah. Only winners get to go to the White House. But today uh, she talked with her team um, since she was one of the worst players on that team and said, you know what? I changed my mind. I'd rather go as a team. And, you know, yeah, both girls, the runner-up can go. That's fine. And that's what she said. She goes, yeah, it's fine. It's probably because her team goes, look, you barely fucking did anything. This was a team effort. Unlike, and, and this is something I will give to Caitlin Clark. <laughs> oh, she's a boss. She's the fucking team. She yeah. was that Iowa team. There was nobody else playing. Yeah. And she put up points. She Now, they did. They, I'm not going to say that nobody else on Iowa scored, but you're looking at the primary point, point, point spread with, with her. There's no other way that that team would have gotten far without Caitlin. They would have fucking dropped out. Oh, absolutely. Out. So, Caitlin was the team. They now, probably wouldn't even made it past uh, 32 teams. No, 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 not at all. Now, LSU acted as a team. Mm -hmm. They played as a team. That's why in that final they were able to put up those points is because they had that beautiful chemistry of being able to work together, and that's why they won. It wasn't because Angel Reese. Now, going into the future – Caitlin Clark will have a big career in the WNBA, I'm sure. Angel Reese will play for maybe two years and then get dropped by the WNBA because she's not that great. I hate to say that, but Angel Reese could also do anything else she wants because she is fucking gorgeous. She's a beautiful young woman. So she had, she could have Nike deals and all just being a sponsor of Nike and, and showing up and being there and saying, hi, I played basketball in college um, I'm fucking beautiful and Nike wants to sponsor me because I've got the looks and I've got talent and she could be like hey you know that very talented person Caitlin Clark yeah yeah she's amazing yeah me and my team beat her so so I mean got that in my pedigree but. yeah and, and so that and like I said I feel like she'll have two years in the WNBA yeah whereas Caitlin Clark is going to be the next WNBA star you want to know a fun fact She's we, not going into the WBA? No, no, no. Fun <laughs> fact. We have been talking about Caitlin Clark and Angel Reese for a little over three minutes mm -hmm. or something like that. What's the one thing we have not brought up that every other news media has brought up? Oh, we'll get into that in just a second with what I wanted to say about Stephen A. Spitt. Yep. I figured this would be a good way to tell And who was, who was our other person? Who's Shannon our other person? Fucking yeah, Sharp. Sharp. Sh oh, Shannon, so, shut the fuck up, Clark. I, I, I'm going to take lead Sorry. on this one. Because I think Stephen A. Smith, while a complete and total fucking douchebag, is a very smart and talented ESPN. Oh, presenter. he's a, he's very intelligent. He knows his very. he knows his game. Granted, he didn't play professionally. He got injured in college, but he turned that and he still kept going. So no no hate to Stephen A. Smith at all for his personal you know personal ability for who he is, 
I don't hate him. I think he's an asshat because every single time something like this happens, he is the first motherfucker to go, it's because she's black. No, Steven, it's because she put 15 points on the board when fucking Caitlin Clark put 30. You don't fucking do that to somebody who fucking scores better than you. Yes, they lost. Yes, she deserved to be able to trash talk Caitlin Clark. But at the same time, it's not about race. Mm-mm. It's because... This is it, Stephen. That's what this is it. it. This is one hundred percent what it's about. It is about one having the class as a winner to leave the leave the court and not be a jackass. That's what it's about. But guess what? As Ray and I have stated, she she earned that right mm-hmm. as a winner. And you want to trash talk? You better be ready to take it to accept it back. But it had nothing to do with race, homie. It had nothing to fucking do with race. You want to know why it had nothing to do with race? Because you're the only motherfucker other than Sharp. And, of course, I'm not trying to say that Stephen A. Smith, because he's black, is bringing up race. I'm saying this because every single time something like that has come up, he brings up race, even when it has nothing to fucking do with it. Mm -hmm. You got to stop, dude. Not everything is about race. Sometimes people like the darling. And guess what Caitlin Clark was the entire fucking tournament? She was the darling of the women's NCAA basketball tournament. People saw her, saw the point she was putting up, got excited. See, this is what you want for the WNBA. If you want people to watch and take it fucking seriously, this this girl got people amped up. The NCAA tournament for women had the highest views of any football event from 2023 and 2022, if I'm not mistaken, and any NBA game. It had more viewers than those two events. I do think it's one of the highest viewed w, uh, women's NCAA tournament. And guess what? It wasn't because Angel Reese was playing. It was because Caitlin Clark was playing. People were upset because they find that darling, the NHL, the NFL, the NBA, the, M- the Major League Baseball Association, they all find that darling player. Now, Major League Baseball, they got Mookie Betts. They got Justice. They, uh, you know, Dave Justice was a fucking darling when he played, right? He was a brave. Yes, he was. Sorry. Um, uh, Der- Derek, uh, Jeter. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter. Darling of, the, of Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the redheaded dude that took steroids? McGuire. Yeah, Mark, Mark McGuire. McGuire. He was uh, Sammy Sosa. Mark McGuire. Ken Griffey. Yeah. They, all three of those guys took steroids. <laughs> But they were still they they played and when the Major League Baseball, if anybody said anything about Derek Jeter when he was playing, I was I was fired up because that was my team, the Yankees, and that's that's the darling of baseball. Derek Jeter's the you know darling of baseball right now. It's like uh, <laughs> not anymore, but he was a few like for just a few seconds there at the beginning of his time with the Sea with not the Seahawks but with the Broncos, Russell Wilson. He was a darling for a few moments because the, the Seahawks, game. and then boom, fucked up. Yeah. Now it's Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes is the darling of yeah. the NFL right now. Yeah. People don't want to see Pat Mahomes lose. I do. <laughs> you got two rings. Yeah, you could you could lose now. Um, yeah, I'd like to see I'd like to see Burrow. But like Brett Favre, Brett Favre was the darling. You know, I, I can keep going, but it's this is what happens when. You, I'm gonna, you know what? I'm gonna save one last one because this dude is a fucking piece of shit. Fuck him and fuck his team. And I've said this before. Crosby for the Penguins. Oh, I was Crosby like, was the yeah. NHL's golden boy. And when they went up against, you didn't call it racism when Crosby smashed fucking Subban's face into the ice, did no, you? Fuck yeah, I'm still pissed off about that shit. But yet they called the fucking they called a foul on Subban for you know for checking him, and it was it was a little too rough. Yeah. He checked him, and there was a little bit of a stick. No, there fucking wasn't. You just want Crosby to fucking win. Fuck the Penguins. Fuck Crosby. Fuck Pittsburgh. Brady. Oh, yeah, Brady. He was a huge yeah, one. But huge, see, darling. Yeah. This is what we're saying, is that when people start deflate gate, people fucking flew off the handle when people started accusing Brady for deflate gate. They flew off the fucking handle and supported him. So that's why, Stephen, people find that darling. They find that one person that they can go, that's the one. That's the one that's going to bring about the change. To the WNBA, when they find that fucking person, and Shannon, you just need to shut the fuck up because every fucking word out of your mouth is idiotic as fuck. You are a terrible fucking commentator. You are a terrible fucking commentator for the NBA and the NCAA tournament. 
ABA's not even done yet, and you're still fucking shit-talking, acting like you're a fucking badass. You fucking sucked. You suck now, and you sucked then. I will say, though, Skip Bayless, his co-host, sucks just as fucking God, bad. I hate him, too. Yeah, I hate I can, him, too. I can't stand Skip Bayless. I can't, sk- I can't stand anyone on ESPN. You want to know what's Give funny? Give me Scott Van Pelt. He's the only one I would take. Skip Bayless, he was so upset last year with the Cowboys that he threw away his jersey. <laughs> he, he walked into his kitchen opened up his trash can and threw away his jersey, and I said, it would have been funny if somebody had intercepted that jersey. Sorry, Ray, I had to, but it's also Skip Bayless, so it would have been funny if somebody had intercepted Skip Bayless and been like, fuck you, ha, 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 what's up now? But he is a jackass. Hee-haw, motherfucker. Yeah. God dang. But, yeah, that's what I'm saying, Stephen, is that you can't accuse people when they're fucking loving the sport and it wasn't because Angel Reese didn't do fucking shit for fucking women's college basketball at all this season, except win. That's it. So you acting like this is a racial issue because she won and people were pissed off. It had nothing to do with race. It had everything to do with everyone wanted the darling of this tournament to win. They wanted her to win so bad because she was an influential player. That's what it boils down to 100%. And if you try to deny that, you're doing that because you see race more than anybody else. And anyone else who wants to even say that this was a whole, you have a problem with it, and it's all like race bait shit, you can shut up. Yeah, you got to stop. You got to stop. stop. Best way to end racism is to not talk about it. But this isn't even in a case of it being racism. Yeah. This is just simple. Two women playing basketball. That's it. Now, I'll say this, and this is a little political, but it's not. You want a good, you want a good look at racism while – there were reasons i'll say this the tennessee state legislator expelled <laughs> two two people that were black but kept the white girl kept the white woman oh that's really? kind of yeah that's that's kind of a that's racism i mean you get rid of the woman you're a misogynist too so you don't want to be a racist and a misogynist you know <laughs> or any other but maybe but she, maybe she didn't have a megaphone she didn't that's that that the reason that those two guys got kicked out is because they were using a megaphone and then they led in protesters yeah. honestly there are codes and titles that were against it. Should I said they lost their job? Probably not. I don't know though. That's not for me to decide. Um, I will say, I, I'm a two A guy. The Second Amendment is a big deal to me, but them getting thrown out because they were trying to improve things for kids, that's not that's not a bad thing. But I don't want to get into the politics of the Second Amendment. Like I said, I support the Second Amendment. I have guns. Amen. So, uh, but. We do need to make it harder to get guns. Come on, people. Like a waiting period. Three-day waiting period. You can handle it. Or just like a mental check. Yeah. Something like that. Something something yeah. to where if a doctor says, I don't think they should have a gun, you take it seriously. Yeah. It should be something you have a doctor's note for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No red flag laws, though. Okay. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Let's get out of that. Let's get out of politics. What's up next? Uh, I also have – this is just the only NBA news I have, but – Dallas Mavericks are the only team, the yes. only team that has not been eliminated yet that has potential running for the to be in the championship. Do you know they don't call them playoffs. owners anymore? Really? Governors. They call the team owners governors. They're owners. It's just that it's kind of a slave like thing, and it's like, dude, y'all are y'all are taking this a little okay. too far out of the out of the lair. Okay. It's like we gotta stop. You got to stop. They bought it. They own the team. They own the team. They don't own the players. They own the team. They own the name, the Mavericks. They own the stadium, the locker room, and they pay those players. So they are owners. They're not governors. We got to stop doing it. But that's been since like 2018, and I didn't even know that. Jesus Christ. People are just finding shit to bitch about. This is what I hate about the world now. A bunch of pussies. Anyways, sorry. Um... So what, are we going to stop using Q-tips because there's cotton in it? I mean, I mean that would be kind of stupid because then I couldn't scratch my ear. But, I mean, you don't want to be called a racist. You see what I'm saying? That's yeah, like I see what you're that's saying. That's like so it's, it's, fucking stupid. It's finding something to complain about. So fucking dumb. Anyway. Which, in a minute here with, the, with, with what happened on the Raw after WrestleMania, there's plenty to complain about. Yeah. There's a, there's a lot that goes – I mean, there's a lot of news in the WWE. So let's get, let's get yeah, to well it. Let's get to Well, I was, well, I was about stuff. to say, Dallas Mavericks, they are in a must-win game tonight. and they But they have five of their starters out of – not starters. They have Kyrie Irving, Tim Hardaway Jr., Josh Green, 
Max Keebler, Clever, sorry, and Christian Wood all out. All out? Oh fuck. So we'll see. Yeah, but anyways, I'm ready to I'm ready to jump on WrestleMania because ladies and gentlemen, I watched night one. I couldn't watch night two. So I can just give really in depth opinions on night one. But Hunter, okay. you watch night two, right? Yeah, we've got well and that and we've got night two on right now. Um <laughs> Yeah, and after looking at some of it I'm kinda like Man, I'm glad, I'm glad I watched night one. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna get into night two. But let's, uh, but let's 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 kick it off, man. Let's get to it. Let's stop pussyfooting around. So yeah, so night one was fan fucking tastic. The matches were good. God, it was. I thought the Royal Rumble was amazing. Night one of WrestleMania, like, I felt like I had an orgasm because it was that good. There's and there's only like every match was amazing with the exception of two of them for two different reasons, um, but dude, it was just it was just fucking solid all the way through like from start to finish. It was it was and the best match I I, I in my opinion was the uh, well I mean we'll get into it we'll get into it yeah um, so first match. Well, let's go over let's go over the the big tag match. Let's just jump through that. So there was a huge tag match with uh Braun Strowman, Ricochet, Alpha Academy, the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Mm-hmm. Now, that was good. I am a huge supporter of the Street Profits. I think they're one of the best tag teams in the WWE right now. Yep. Uh Alpha Academy, eh, don't really care for them. Otis and Chad Gable. So fucking what. They're kind of funny. They're kind of funny. Well, I, I the only thing that I like about them is their gimmick of the shoosh. Shoosh. Because it's, that it's strictly 100% taken from Encino Man. Oh, God. Well. You remember the, the bully in Encino Man said yeah, shush. Yeah, I don't. Fuck that movie. I love that movie. That movie's great. I hate any Pauly Shore movie because he is not funny. He is hilarious. What are you he talking is about? The wi- is <laughs> I'm like, dude, shut <laughs> it's the bec- fuck up. That's why I love this. Biodome? No. Okay. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. That movie wasn't bad because of Polly Shore. That movie was bad because of Stephen Baldwin. And Polly Shore. Stephen Baldwin. Dude, it was just whatever. <laughs> <laughs> agree to disagree on Polly Shore. No, agree that he sucks. But um But y- anyways, no. yeah, that, that whole that whole match just showed that they need to pay more attention to the tag. Oh, teams I, I of think the WWE. I think it's gonna happen. You're gonna see uh, Montez Ford be champion here. I'm hope I'm hoping. Two. I'm hoping because he deserves it. He is one of the best wrestlers that the WWE has, and as a tag team, he and Dawkins work well together. Dude, I gotta say, they are probably the most. This is gonna sound ignorant. Most best. Yeah. Dressers. <laughs> like yeah, their shoe it. game is on point, and I fucking love it. Their shoe game. Their attire. Yeah, like when they came out in Tennessee to, with that Titans stuff on, yeah. man, that was great. I know it's like, dude, like, man, they got swag, and, and the and crowd loves them. Crowd oh, loves yeah. them. Oh yeah, I dig them. But no, this was a very, this was their time to shine, and I'm so glad they won this match. I am too. And this was a, this was a, well, it wasn't the, the first match, but it, it was definitely a. This is one of the matches that kept the momentum going. We'll get to the, it up. We'll get to the weakest matches, in my opinion, later. <laughs> but uh, no, very, very solid match. Yes, loved it. Yep, loved it. Uh, I'll let you pick the next one. The next one we talk about Austin Theory versus John Cena. It was the first match of the night. I was happy to see John Cena lose, just because he had had that gimmick of being. Now this is. How many? I think he's he's been handed several losses recently. Yeah, he's he's lost a lot of WrestleManias. So I'm loving it. I'm loving that they're showing that his character isn't like the. But something else I will say, and I I just I have to bring this up because I noticed it right off the bat during one of his moves, and I was like, oh shit, okay, the bald spot. Yes, yeah. John Cena is going bald bad. And bro, he was wider than this computer screen. Dude, yes, he was. But th- but you know what? That's also he man. He's still cool as shit. I mean, he, he's, he's awesome, still one of the best for. Um, now I hear the opposite, not the opposite, but I hear the same for several other female wrestlers like Bianca Belair. She is one of them too that will 
do like John Cena is all about kids when it comes to like make mm-hmm. a wish and all that stuff. He's still the number one. Yeah, but she's coming up. Guy. Bianca Belair is coming close up on his heels because yeah. she is. She's a well. That's good. That, I mean, that's that's a good model model to have. But I mean, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't care for Cena when he wrestled. But as a person, I like good John person. Cena. Yeah, he's a good love person. John Cena. But also too, man, Austin Theory. This was Austin Theory's match to shine, and he did not disappoint. This he did. was this was the probably the best match to start the show with. Yeah, he did well. He did well. And of, of course, like I've said, I'm not a huge fan of his offensive nor his character, but his his ability to sell moves and to like put on a good show is just oh, top dude, notch. Ca- top he, notch. He can control the crowd too. Like that that's what's beautiful too. I think he's gonna be a big player here in the next bit. I think he'll be like a Miz. He'll have his moment, but he won't have a long moment. Depends on what he can do once it's handed to him. Yeah, yeah, that's I l- true. I like the Miz's championship run. He, he was kind of – he was set up for failure to begin with, but – Yeah, yeah. Um, so, damage control and uh, – well, I mean, it's damage control. I was going to say Bailey and Bailey, but it's damage control. She is. Yeah. But uh, that match – Good to see the old wrestlers, but not one of the best matches. No, that was honestly one of my weaker matches. Um, I, it was a good match, but compared to all the other matches that were on night one, this yeah, this no. this was not good. There was a lot of, and I'm not gonna hold it to him. You know the fact that you know the Lita and Trish Stratus, you know they their timing was off. You know, but I mean overall, still just like a huge compliment to women wrestling how it's Mm -hmm. been the past two decades so oh yeah it it, it was good but they did get their moments moment to shine and uh they did come out with the win over damage control and that was that was all i needed uh now i want to talk about the uh, seth rollins and logan paul match yes that surprised me i'm not gonna lie like i know logan can wrestle Mm -hmm. but he did fucking fantastic he did he he did well i i like opinion personally my personal opinion about him aside i knew this was going to be a great match seeing how he is and how serious he takes it and mm-hmm. then i knowing how and i appreciate good. that i appreciate that he takes it that yeah. serious and also how seth how seth rollins is rollins is one of the greats of today i mean he can make anything entertaining but like dude this match was fire like even something stupid like it was easy to call out as soon as Logan Paul came out with that. What is it? Pr- pr- prime. Prime drink. I thought I, I like, thought it was going to be his brother or me. I thought it was going to be his brother too. I was pleasantly surprised to see it was KSI. And what's funny is it's like I saw it. I was like, "That's KSI." And I was like, "Wait a minute!" I thought that was our truth. <laughs> I KSI was like, beat up Logan Paul because they uh, had a boxing match and KSI won. But they, I mean, it's that's. I'm glad they're they're cool with each other. Yeah. That's cool too. But I mean, the 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 spot of course when. He was holding them, like taking a selfie with Rollins on the table, and Logan Paul took a drink on the top rope. And as soon as like he looked up, like Seth Rollins like pulled him down, and he jumped on uh, KSI. KSI. I was like, dude, this 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 match was awesome to watch. <laughs> it, it was. It, it was, was a good match. Very entertaining. I was I was very impressed by Logan. Of course, Seth Rollins did no wrong. Yeah. Um, I didn't know it was Logan Paul's birthday that day. Really? Oh, yeah. Shit. He said because he's like, I gotta. Remember, because right, uh, his entrance, he was like, he did the, he pretty much did the Shawn Michaels, the Shawn Michaels from WrestleMania which, 12. That, that did piss me off. I'm like, dude, you're not Shawn Michaels. Well, it Fuck was off. it was a zip line, but apparently he had asked for that last year, and they said no way. And then he asked for it again this year. And I only saw this, I already know this, because I watched a little YouTube, 10-minute YouTube video of, like, the stuff that happened backstage. But they were doing the practicing the entrances and stuff like that, like with Snoop and Mysterio, which we'll talk yeah. about later. But uh, he was like, this year they didn't give me a zip line. I said, Guys, come on! It's it's my birthday. You know, can't we do something? He was like, "What they get me for my birthday? A zip, a line. zip line." He was like, "So that was a birthday gift to him." So that's he, cool. Yeah, I was like, "Man, that's Hell that's yeah. that's pretty badass." But uh, yeah, no, that was it was a fire match, dude. This this was the spots that they hit were perfect. Yeah, well timed. Zero zero botches on on their end. You know, I didn't fluid. see it anything. was solid. It was a ve- it was. I love how I said fluid, but yet solid match. You know, because solid can be fluid. Well, but, fluid movement. That, that's false. They can. They can be ice. Yes, that's ice. right. Um, now let's move on. Oh, this now this match got to me because 
two two things, and and it's the Rey Mysterio Dominic match. Okay, I love this match, dude. I thought it, it was, was a good. great match. Yeah, Dominic, Dominic is improving. Dominic is gonna be a good heel. I and think he's gonna switch to. I think he's going to switch to face eventually. I don't think he's gonna stay one heel day. Long. One day, but right now he's doing such a good job with being a heel because you know they're setting up that. Um, of course, everyone knows because they watch WrestleMania and it's been you know let's face it, it's been seven days since yes. six days since WrestleMania. If you hadn't seen it, shame on you. But uh, it ended with Mysterio getting the win because Bad Bunny yes. uh, jumped yes. up and like prevented Dominic from cheating and yeah. stuff like that. Uh, that they're obviously going to set they're setting up that Puerto Rican uh, the event in Puerto Rico where yeah. it's going to be Bad Bunny yeah, versus Backlash. Dom. Yeah, but I mean, no, this was a very, very well match. You could tell, dude, Dominic was having fun. Yeah, like when he went down there and like threw stuff on his uh, sister, which oddly enough, I'm pretty sure the girl that was disappointed out to me by HL, the girl sitting next to his sister was actually his fiance. So it's kind of like. All right, they're not really like hating each other right now. Yeah, but dude, this was like good storytelling, and I love the fact that Mysterio came out in like the Eddie with Guerrero Snoop Dogg yeah. driving and the lie, the cheat, the steal came on. You're yeah. like, ah, yeah, ah, get dude. it going. But I appreciated Dominic's entrance. Yeah, that for was two reasons. So good. It was a great entrance. Yep, it was a great entrance. But also, and people like on the on the WWE website, they'll say, you know, oh, he's making a mockery. But you and I both know for a fact that that was not a, the the suit, the outfit that he wore was not a mockery. It was an homage to his father's Halloween Havoc 1997 versus Eddie Guerrero costume. I didn't even know they had a problem with what he was wearing. No, they didn't. They were just saying that he's making fun of his father by wearing that outfit. And we're oh. like, no, he's not. He's paying homage to his father's. It was Halloween. Wow. 1997 Halloween Havoc, Eddie Guerrero versus Rey Mysterio was my favorite match because Rey Mysterio came out in the beautifully made comic strip Phantom outfit. The Phantom from, from Black and White Comics, the Billy, the like Billy, Billy Zane, movie. Zane movie, The Phantom. With Catherine Zeta-Jones. Mm-hmm. Where they had the skulls, his belt buckle. Rey Sander Mysterio's Drax. belt buckle was a skull. He had the skull face mask, and then on the back of Dominic's mask, it was kind of an homage to his father's phantom outfit because on the back it had the phantom skull on it. Yeah. And I was like, that's sick. That's fucking beautiful. That's, I, I, told, I told my buddy Aaron, the one that talks to me about wrestling all the time, and I said, dude, did you see Dominic's mask when he went out? He goes, yeah. I said, you know that that was an homage to his father, right? Because his father was in the Hall of Fame. Great job, Ray. Thank uh, you. And Muda. The great Muda was put in the only the only Japanese wrestler who never wrestled in a WWE ring was put in to the WWE Hall of Fame. That goes to tell you how awesome that man is. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and it was it was a great Hall of Fame. We you know Stacy Keebler, everybody that that was put into the Hall of Fame, great, amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed it. Now, well, I well, what I will say is this: that match for me. I would like to see I would like to see it just like everything else for me right now. I would like to see Judgment Day move on from their opening feud, the Edge and Rey Mysterio feud. Yeah. It's time to move past that. It's time to give Judgment Day their due. Yeah. We're going to talk about Rhea in a second, but it's time to give Judgment Day their due. They are a great group. They have the most talented wrestlers. I'm not even going to night 2 for for one person for Finn Balor. That match Finn Balor's match, when we're going to talk about that, that was a good match. Mm-hmm. And there's a whole lot more to it that people probably did not know until after that match. But we'll get into that because that was exciting. But to go back to Ray and Dominic, they had a great time. You're absolutely right. And they put on one of the best shows I've seen in a while. And before we move on to the two main events, I do want to bring up the second of my least favorite match which was The Miz and Pat McAfee. And I'll tell you why. <laughs> because I don't like what what they're doing with The Miz. The Miz is being underutilized. Now, unless he was okay with it, but I know he also had a match on night two, which we'll talk we'll about. We'll talk about that. <laughs> but, yeah, the coming out to Pat McAfee, you know, it's like – the only reason I didn't like it, like I said, is just because I feel like the the Miz is 
talented superstar. And now is Pat? A quick question: Is Pat off of announcing on SmackDown? I, I can no, I don't think he is. Because I was like, is I was like, is he not announcing anymore? Like, what's going on? Why is he? I feel like he's not an. But I don't watch SmackDown, so I can't say anything. I don't either. So, but I mean, it's. I, I don't think you he and is. I should probably start watching. SmackDown. <laughs> well, as soon as work can, you know, yeah, get off my back. But yeah, no, that. Uh, I mean, like I said, I had no, I like Pat McAfee. Yeah, he's, he's great. good. At, he's good at anything he does. But I was just the reason I didn't like the match. Like I said, is just because I don't like how they're doing the Miz. I think there's something to it. I think there's something to why I'm the sure Miz he's is so okay underutilized is because he's probably got something going on that he's coming was, back from or something. Well, I was about to say, too, I think also, too, it's kind of like maybe they are going to kind of start shipping him off to do, you know, yeah. movies. And, of course, he has Miz and Maurice, the the show. Um, he, doesn't, I mean, he doesn't have to wrestle anymore. He, yeah. can, he could retire right now. He doesn't need to, but he could. And I'll tell you something cool, too, that was also on that video that I watched of the backstage and everything. But it was him and John Cena talking, and um, apparently it was just kind of cool to see because, like, Miz thanked him for, like, kind of like, hey, thank you for, you know, uh, giving me the, the knowledge and stuff like that. And Cena said, no, thank you for carrying it on. And I was like, dude, that's so – like, that's cool. Like, I, I, lo- I love seeing stuff like that. Man. Oh, yeah. It was just – the backstage thing was just very good to see, like, how genuinely, like, nice and – yeah, it's just, it's just good. So just good feels. Let's talk about the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley match because fuck, that was good, dude. This was a, an amazing match. It was holy crap. Now I want to point out that there was a point in time, and I know you know this point too, where I went, oh, oh, fuck, when she landed on her face. Yeah, the back to the belly to back suplex. I think they were trying to do something there. Like, she was trying to do a bigger flip, or she was trying to get her over, and then Rhea held on, and you can see there's a point where Rhea Ripley starts pointing her toes up. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you're supposed to kind of do that when they're already going over your head. Yeah. To, to, when you're leaning back, you point your toes up, so that gives them an extra extension to get down. I don't think she released on time on that, and that's why Charlotte's face smacked right into the Dude, mat. Dude, she landed square on her face. But you know what? She powered through. Belly to back, German suplex. Uh, But she she pulled through. She did. She powered through and kept going. Now, Rhea Ripley won the match. Props to her. She deserves it. Oh, yeah. She deserves it. One to 30 in her her Royal Rumble, Mm -hmm. starting off and then making it to 30 and winning. Rhea Ripley, now, she's the the only one that won her match. I got to say. No, she's not. Did Did you see the DDT she took from Charlotte? I did that, not. She did like the RVD, like the whole like look lifeless and then land on the head and then like look like broke a damn neck. Yeah. But uh, going back to that video, what's cool is that when she did win the championship, she went to the back. She took a pic- picture with Triple H and Triple H like looked at her and like put his forehead on her and was like, you Telling her, you know, this. you did this. You did, you did a good job. You, you were it. amazing. You earned And she this. did. That match was amazing. Oh, it was fantastic. Another flaw, like almost flawless match with the exception of that one move. They did great. They hit a lot of spots that were fucking amazing. And I didn't think I didn't think that this match would go on the way it did. Yes. I thought it would be kind of almost a I don't want to say a squash match, but I th- I thought Charlotte would pull out the victory because Charlotte Flair. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm I'm one I'm glad to see that she took the L, you yeah. know. Because she is a talented wrestler. Like, she is one of my favorite wrestlers. I a lot of people hate her. Time off. Yeah, she needs to. Her. She deserves it. I don't mind her. It's just, I I don't know. Well, I mean, she's a she's a huge, huge talent. She's a great athlete. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Absolutely. there was, <laughs> I say this, and I, I've brought it up before, but there was a Sports Illustrator where she sh- was, sh- you know, showing off the form of her body. Mm-hmm. Her muscle structure. Fucking phenomenal yeah yeah like i mean perfect muscle structure wise i can't say anything nicer yeah um (laughs) or she'll kick your ass yeah um but no and i'll I'll say at this point of the night because this was what a five hour four five hour something like that let me give you a little backstory um so i worked friday as soon as i got home me and my wife went to a concert then it was uh, Kane Brown, 
It was a country country concert. We left there at ten. Home by like eleven thirty, eleven forty. Um, went to I went to bed, only got like five hours of sleep. Then went to work again on Saturday. Then as soon as I got off Saturday, I got I changed clothes and we went to a friend's house to watch WrestleMania. At this point during the night, I thought I was gonna be tired and like start dozing because that's what I do. Um, I was very entertained in this, and we we only have one match left to talk about. Yes, so I mean was, the fact it was that one it, of the best matches of that night too, dude. It was just so emotionally investing. <laughs> Like, it, investment. It was just, again, the best way to end night one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was Usos versus Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. It was. It was a heart string pulling match. It was It was an emotional match. So many, like, oh, God. Like, oh, oh, my there were, God. Yeah, there were times when you're just sitting there going, uh, oh, 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 yes. Oh, they kicked out. God damn it. Yeah, yeah. It's over. It's a damn it. It's still going shit. It's like the, it was. It it's was like the old school Vince man. Like one, two, three. No, no, no. You didn't get it. You know. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's that's the best part is that this match was so fucking good. Yeah. It was so hard hitting every spot. And I mean, you want to talk. We talked about matches tonight being on spot and being on this match hit all of the spots. Yes. Every single spot was damn near perfect. No flubs that I saw. I pointed at my eyes yeah, for some reason. Like, that my eyes saw. See? My eyes seen it. I uh, seen it. Yeah, and I did, and I enjoyed it. Because it was a fucking beautiful match. It was a great match. The story leading up to it made it even better. So the storytelling, the match itself, and the way that they pulled it off. Congratulations to Sami Zayn and to Kevin Owens for becoming the new undisputed tag team champions, for one. And two... I don't think that any other team other than the Usos could have helped pull that off. Oh, dude, no. It was like the whole – dude, even just like – it's just amazing how they can convey emotions. Like when Jimmy was in the corner with – Owen, with not Owens, uh, Sammy. He was like, you were like a brother. I trusted you, man. You know, and then like just slapping him on the face and then yeah. just doing all this stuff. I was like – and then, of course, like, Sammy did that reversal. I'm like, dude, the crowd. The crowd can make or break a show. Oh, yeah. And oh, this yeah. crowd fucking loved it. And it made me love watching it. Al, just point myself <laughs> in the eye. But when I, I, like, after they got the one, two, three, I was like, so like you I, sunk back. I was sitting in that chair right there, and I went, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, God, it's over. But I was like, yes, yes. And then on the drive home, I was like, that's when I started dozing. <laughs> Hell, yeah. But like I said, this this Not on the dozing night, part. I, yeah. I hope you weren't driving. <laughs> no, no, no. I was riding. <laughs> okay, good. Um, but no, and so that's my WrestleMania 39 experience. <laughs> Guys, night two is. I'll, I'll say this. <laughs> You remember the, right before the show started, we talked about how the show would go. Have not talked about baseball whatsoever. <laughs> we'll, well, it's we'll too, get to, it's, we'll it's get to that later. The, yeah, we'll get yeah. to that later. Uh, we'll kind of cover the divisions really quick before we head out. But I want to talk about night two because night two fucking sucked. That's starting. I'll, st I'll start off with the first match: the Braun, the Brock Lesnar, almost match, almost, almost, almost. Was it almost? Osmosis good? Jones. It was it was funny. It was funny watching Brock Lesnar get thrown around like a rag doll for once. Like, it was the weirdest thing to watch because you're like, man, Brock Lesnar doesn't get the Oh, my God, he threw him across the ring. What the fuck is going on here? Like, the body slam. But you could tell it was, of course, I, I mean, I may speed through this part because it's the second night was until you get to certain matches with fucking <laughs> bullshit. Um, one match I would have loved to have seen, though, was the Gunther versus Drew McIntyre versus Shane. Yes, we'll get to that in just a second. Okay. That's just, that's, it's on in the background, right? Yeah, I know. That's why, that's why I wanted to say um, that. It that was one of the better matches. It wasn't great, though, but it was one of the better matches. Um, but Brock Lesnar versus almost could have done without it. It was kind of stupid, and you could tell Brock Lesnar was like, let my match go first so I can get the fuck out of here. Mm -hmm. And that's what he did. Uh, the next match after that was the women's exhibition for the tags. Fucking pointless. Fucking pointless. And then 
who who wins? Fucking Ronda Rousey and fucking Shayna Baszler. Why the fuck are we still using UFC fighters for wrestlers and then letting them win? First of all, we've got tag people like first, first of all, Liv Morgan. Let's talk about her for a second. Deserves a fucking title shot. Mm-hmm. Gets a title shot, and then Ronda Rousey comes back. Oh, well, we're going to give it to Ronda Rousey because she's a badass. She's the baddest woman on the planet. False. Holly Holmes whooped that ass. Mm-hmm. She ain't the baddest woman on the planet no more. No. Uh, and then Becky Lynch beat her. Actually, Ronda. And Liv Morgan beat her. So you're not the baddest woman on the planet. Ronda, you're not the baddest woman in the well, WWE. Ronda Rousey, like, she was dominant. And then, like, after her first loss in UFC, she just. Okay. She went downhill. Cratered hard. Um, and, and I, I don't know. I'm just I'm tired of seeing it. But it's interesting because something we're going to talk about after we talk about WrestleMania, something that happened for the WWE is kind of interesting. Oh, so, okay. Um, but, yeah, that match, uh, completely pointless. Like, the men's match was good. The women's match was like, oh, we did this for the men, so we're just going to do this for the women, too. But we're going to put in teams that nobody fucking cares about. Like I said, Shayna Baszler and, and Ronda Rousey. Well, it's just kind of like, just looks like just people, I mean, obviously, other than Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Well, yeah, they're just they, kind of thrown together. They Even those two. But we have Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez thrown together. Shotzi and Natalia thrown together for no reason. Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville had a match on SmackDown and a match on Raw. They had a little semblance of reason that they were thrown together. And then Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler, they could go together because they know each other. They're tight with each other. They tried to do that whole four women of the four horsewomen of the apocalypse, but you fuck you, you can't take that. But uh, I don't know. It was just a, a pretty worthless match. Um, now moving on to the better matches, the triple threat match for the Intercontinental title: Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, and Gunther. Gunther is fucking showing a lot, uh, and this is this is yeah. so impressive for this guy because he's not anything to scoff at. When he was in NXT, he did the exact same thing. He is proving time and time again why he is a great wrestler, why he's a great performer, and a great villain. Yeah. And I give him props. But this match was a hard match. As you're seeing it right now, these guys are throwing at each other at themselves, throwing themselves at each other. They are big dudes, busting heads, kicking ass, and, you know, taking names. You got Drew McIntyre and Sheamus, who are buddies, but they are fighting each other in this match. They live in Tennessee? Uh, yeah, they do. Uh, he has, Sheamus has a gym that he started here that he opened. Oh, nice. Open for everybody to work out at, too. Wow. Um, and actually, I think Sheamus is the one that talked Drew McIntyre into moving down here. Probably. Drew's weird, though. He likes cats. Drew likes cats a lot. Like, he has a pet cat that he... But they throw each other... They throw themselves at each other a lot. Um, Sorry, folks. We had a technical difficulty there. So it's going to sound really weird. Um, But, yeah, they they did. They throw themselves at each other so much. And the match was so impressive. But Gunther pulls out the win. Which he just did right then. He powerbombed Sheamus. On top of Drew McIntyre. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Dude, the first match I saw this guy in was the Royal Rumble, and I've been a fan since. Oh, it's, like, he's It only good. took watching him once, and I was like, I like this guy. Yeah, he's good. I like He's him. good. He was great in NXT. And I like Drew McIntyre. In in Imp- with Imperium. Yeah. So he's le- he led a group. He still has the group Imperium, but it's just two guys now. Yeah. So uh, the next match I want to talk about, though, is the Bianca Belair-Oscar match. So for this Look, I'm going to say this. This may be controversial, but Bianca Belair needs to lose the title. You're trying to have her hold on to it a little bit. She needs to lose. Now, I think she was supposed to lose at this WrestleMania, but then shit changed because at the beginning of her match, she had these dancers come out, these little kids, these little kids dancing, you know, like Mm -hmm. 13 to, to nine years old. Yeah. The one that she like held hands, she held hands with one and was like kind of walking down with her and, you know, dancing beside her. Her mother had died that day. Oh. So I think they're like, hey, we're going to give you the win right now. And I think they changed it up because there's no there's no other reason that Asuka should have lost that match. She shouldn't have lost it at all. I I like I like Bianca Belair. I just don't get why they would put – Asuka was so dominant in NXT. Thank you. That is and my next point I was about to bring up. She, oh, sorry. She no, has go for floundered. It. Like, she's won a lot in uh, up on the main roster. 
but her pay per view wins, and like dog crap, man. Yeah, and you've made her such an intimidating force in NXT. You fucked up now. Yeah, you need to make her that dominant force. You need to give her the title and let her hold on to it like Roman Reigns. Make like you did with her in NXT. Yeah, she held that title for so long. So it, it's just to me, it, it's the fact that they're wasting her time now. Um, it was it was a great match, but Bianca won, and I, I really think it should have gone to Oscar. Um, let's let's so the next match I want to talk about was probably one of the best matches of the night, other than the main event. Mm-hmm. Now a lot of people hated the main event because of the way it turned out. I think it was great, and I told everyone, I told everyone they're not going to do what everybody thought they were going to do, but. The match I want to talk about now is the Edge-Finn Balor demon match. First of all, Edge's entrance was fucking dope. He comes out in a trench coat with a mask, like mask a mirror mask, mirror, yeah. that's shaped like a skull, like it's cut out to be like a skull, and then raises his hands up and fucking wings pop out of the fucking jacket. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, that's so fucking cool. And he did Brood Edge, too, so he came out as Brood Edge. Yeah, and then the music hit. For, and then the music I did, hit, yeah. I did see his entrance because that was like one uh, video YouTube. And, of course, you had the always awesome, always super fucking cool Finn Balor demon entrance. Oh, that's always sick. He never His outfit never gets like extravagant when he's the demon, and I like that mm-hmm. because he's supposed to be basic bare-bones brutality. Yeah. Evil incarnate. You know, he's supposed to be the demon. And I, I love it when he has the venom. Uh, the the the, the venom mouth. paint, yeah. yeah, and he he, I'm waiting for him to do the full on venom one again because he did it when he was in uh, European wrestling and in New Japan. Yeah, he did the venom look and it was so fucking cool. But his demon outfit never changes; it's the same. And I miss seeing Finn Balor slash Finn Balor demon. Mm-hmm. We need to we need to bring that back a little better because. Ha- one, you're having him lose so much. You guys got to stop throwing this kid down the fucking well because he's the best talent you have. I'm going to say this, and you can agree or disagree, but he's better than Seth Rollins. He's better than every he- he's better than every single wrestler they have right now. Not because of where he's been, but because of how he wrestles, his energy, and just like Cody Rhodes, he's not afraid to keep going. Mm-hmm. So the match was great. They literally threw shit at each other. And there's a point oh, in the match. There's a I point in the match. Yep. There's a point in the match where Edge throws a ladder at Finn Balor. He hits the ground. And then Edge starts like Edge is looking at him, trying to go in for an attack, and then he stops. The medical team comes down to the ring, mm-hmm. sees the open gash in Finn Balor's head, puts five staples in it, and Finn goes, All right, I'm good. Let's go. That's like some and goes right sab- back into the match. That's like some Sabu shit right there. The kid, just like just just like Cody Rhodes, was not afraid to keep going mm-hmm. because he knew how important it was. He knew how important it was that he stay, show up, and stay in that match and do what he needs to do. And I was impressed yet again. Well, also too, it's WrestleMania, man. Like, got to keep it good. You can't you, end you, that match. You fight through yeah. anything for WrestleMania. And they were Triple H was about ready to pull him. He was about ready to say, "Let's stop the match and go." But no, Finn was like, "Pop, pop, pop! I'm good." Is this Triple H's first WrestleMania, by the way? The first one he's run. I don't. I don't think so. Or I was think, it last year the first one? I think last year was the first one. That's okay. why last year's was good. Last year's was really good, but. On to the main event. Yes. So, Cody Rhodes, Roman Reigns. Amazing fucking match. Amazing match. They put on a fucking clinic. Cody Rhodes doesn't miss a beat. Roman Reigns doesn't miss a beat. His bad guy mentality is fucking amazing. Cody Rhodes' ability to fight back and fight out of was amazing. Now, Usos get involved. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn show up and get involved, too. Mm-hmm. Solo Sokoa gets thrown out of ringside, but at the end of the match, Solo Sokoa comes back, Samoan Spike, Roman gets the chance to get him, one, two, three. Now, I'm not going to stop right there. I'm going to, th- I am going to stop. Here's the intro for B- Bianca Belair. Uh, but just so you can see that while I'm going over this really quickly, um, it's one of those points where 
you watch the match, the back and forths, the up and downs, it, it hits. And that match was a roller coaster. Um, and, and it's one of the reasons why I love WrestleMania. And it's one of the reasons why I love wrestling is because they do things that just blow your mind. Mm-hmm. And, and also, the stories. The stories are so beautifully built. But with this, I will state, Roman Reigns won the match and retained the title. I knew that was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen because, one, if you give Cody Rhodes the title right after he comes back, it's a dangerous precedent you're setting. That's where my mentality was at because what I think they're doing right now is I think they're really trying to make you really hate the bloodline because – yeah, because the reason is, is like, OK, you want to be established as this big fucking heel group. You couldn't do it. No, you couldn't. You couldn't do it if you had Sami Zayn. So what do they do? That's why the Sami Zayn thing didn't last as long as it did was because like, oh, shit, people are actually starting to, you know, like the bloodline, you know, him breaking, breaking character. Fuck. Who, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I love the shit. And uh, but you know what? It's. So that's why they got rid of Sammy. It was because they need to throw heat on the bloodline. Because yeah, this yeah. Cody's story is not over. No, it, it's not over. This is just the first. It, it this is uh just the first chapter. Actually, no. There's a bunch of been, ch- bunch of chapters already. There's more than one book of the book of Cody Rhodes. Yeah. But there. So what was the next thing to do? What could they possibly do again to throw even more fucking heat on the bloodline? You fucking beat. The boyhood dream, or the you stop the dream. boyhood dream, yeah, yeah. You stop like all this emotional buildup and everything like that. People wanted Cody to win. They knew that people wanted Cody to win, and you don't let him win. That's ingenious. It's a good swerve. Now a, it puts his story further down the line. It makes it to where, oh well, if Cody gets the title, what happens if he gets the title? Well, then he holds on to it and defends it. Yeah, then he's going to get hated. Yeah. So here's what you do. You well, I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't talk about that. Well, no, that's the thing because WWE fans are fickle. They are fickle as shit sometimes because they want if they want Cody Rhodes to win. Oh, he didn't win. That's bullshit. That's stupid. You no, you're just not paying attention road. to the story. You got to think down the road. That's that's why, honestly, man, it, it the way you need, you watch wrestling and any kind of long drawn out something that you enjoy is you can't look at it like checkers, one move at a time. You have to look at it like chess. Chess, you have to plan three to five moves ahead. And you have to it, your plans have to change when your opponent, get, when something yep. happens to it. You have to plan. So what do they do? Okay, boom. Now, bloodlines hated. Done. Like, you okay, started we've down established that path. That. You've started down that so good let's, path. So let's prove Cody. Let's see if Cody has... Like, let's see if he has the will to carry on to draw people into wanting to see him actually do it, say, next WrestleMania. Yeah, and that's what I think would happen is that I think, and this is just what I would do if I were writing this story, Cody loses WrestleMania. But the Raw after, like the Raw after, the biggest things for the Raw after, it was a slow show, very boring. You want to know why? Because Vince McMahon was probably doing it. He, he did. Yeah. Vince, you need to fuck off out of here. People have said this has been one of the worst after Mania Raws. It Especially has. with, like, what's sad is that this was actually the second highest viewed. It started off being the second highest viewed Raw in 2023. And the ratings, like, on our basis, they had three segments. It lost quite a few people. Oh, by yeah. hour three. Yeah. Because there's just a lot of shit that didn't make sense. But yep. the only big takeaway to really – Take away from Raw is Brock Lesnar and Cody. They're 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 doing something there, but they're also doing something to where I think they're going to isolate Roman. They're starting that downfall of the bloodline, yes. and I think Cody Rhodes at WrestleMania, the the Usos losing their title and Cody Rhodes losing at WrestleMania is the beginning of a downfall for Roman Reigns to where they're going to make it next WrestleMania. Roman's not going to have the bloodline to have his back. Mm-hmm. They're going to be gone. They're going to be done with him. Now, and that's it. I will say, Cody's book needs to end. I think if you are going to put the title on Cody, 
it absolutely has to be against Roman, Roman Reigns. Reigns. Mm-hmm. Like, no doubt about it. And I think it needs to, Sorry. Needs to be done at WrestleMania. So... It's a know, bigger it's bigger if it's at WrestleMania. Exactly. Exactly. It's so bigger. I mean there's but I mean a lot of people upset. That's what they want you to be. Yeah. They want to build that story. Y- yeah. Now <laughs> the Brock Lesnar edition is going to be strange. It's going to be unusual, but it's another challenge for him to go through. I can already tell it's going to be like SummerSlam. <laughs> I loved I loved it though because my favorite thing was the Roman Reigns is sitting there and he's like, "Okay, Brock Lesnar's in the ring with him, and there he's you know he's staring Cody down, and then Brock turns on Cody, and Roman's like, "Let's back out slowly so he doesn't see us." All right, we ain't getting involved. He did. Roman was like, "All right, let's get the fuck out of here because he ain't gonna get us." I don't think there's gonna be a match. <laughs> they do the Homer Simpson. They, he, like, he, he did. Just, he just walk. He goes, "All right, this is our chance to go. Let's get the fuck out of here." Heavens to Murgatroyd, stage left. <laughs> But uh, the last thing I want to talk about for WrestleMania. <laughs> oh, I forgot about this. <laughs> I, I can't forget because I laugh. Every, it's bad, but I laugh. So, of course, Snoop has the ability to come out with The Miz and talk about the attendance yet again for night two. Mm-hmm. And it devolves again because The Miz is like, well, you got me in a match. I'm angry. Rah, rah, rah. And Snoop goes, yeah, that's right, player. I got you in a match. Again tonight, against this guy, and then you hear the "Here comes the, the money, money, money talk." Shane r- walks down, does his little thing, comes down the ring, gets in, and the match starts up. And <laughs> this is why getting old sucks. <laughs> yes, but it's funny too. I laughed. I laughed. I'm sorry, I laughed, but I laughed because he does like two moves. He throws the Miz into the rope and leaps frogs over him. Boom. Tears his quad. As As soon as he lands, tears his quad, hits the ground, spots over. And you're like, But you know what? I want to give props to fucking Snoop Dogg. Because I did see this segment for improv and being like, (laughs) Sucker punch. You know, well, no, the the ref ref goes, Ref goes, Hit him. Hit Miz. You got to hit the Miz. You got to hit the Miz. And Snoop's like, Bow. It was awful. It was bad. The first punch was awful. Then he was like, Man, I can't believe you did that to my homie. The second punch. That shit looked good. Oh yeah. Also, takes I think a good the first partner. punch was a real punch. <laughs> I, it, oh. I, I, but the Miz yells out, and it, this is the part that got to me though, because after he does the people's elbow, you can hear the Miz go pin, pin me. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Because he's trying to, he does. Snoop doesn't know. Yeah. And so Miz was like, pin me. You know, he yells it to him, and unfortunately, you can kind of hear it, so it's like. Yeah, but at that point... Quick thinking, trying to save the spot. Yeah. If you know, you know. But you fucking do one goddamn move and tear your quad, bro. Did you not stretch? Like, you saw your father run to the ring during a Royal Rumble with John Cena and Batista. Oh, the Royal and Rumble of 05. tear both of his fucking... Didn't he tear both of his quads? Both. Yeah. Because, he, <laughs> because he was sitting in gorilla position for three hours, and yeah. then he like... And then got in there. Yeah, he went to jump and... Oh, dude, it's it's a sickening video to watch to watch his quad. But yeah, that shit happened, and I I laughed because I was like, that did not go as planned. No, good job, but good night improv and everything. Oh yeah, so, oh, I mean yeah. that was uh, also another thing too that um, was on that video that I watched of backstage. Um, Snoop Dogg uh, gave Undertaker and Michelle McCool because um, they were there. He got them a gift and like each of them, and he was like, "Yeah, it's for like the the king and queen of wrestling or whatever like that." Open it up, dude. He got them like necklaces that like and like Undertaker's was black and it had the uh, the Undertaker T and everything. And, nice, dude. It looks sick as shit. And then he also got one from Michelle McCool. You know, obviously uh, not black, but dude, he was. Just, I was just like, dude, you can tell he's such a fan. Oh yeah, you know, it's like he loves Voltron too. Dude, Snoop Dogg's my dog, bro. That's right. That's right. So, that was wrestling. That was WrestleMania. That was the Raw after tonight is SmackDown. So, watch SmackDown to see what else could happen. But <laughs> we could see if Pat McAfee. 
announces. is announcing. I'm pretty sure he does. Uh, but let's let's real quick. I'm going to just go over this. We've got the Rays and the Yankees at the top of the AL East. The Guardians and Twins at the Central. Angels and Rangers at the top of the West. I don't know how long the Angels will be at the top because they kind of sucked last year a little bit, but uh, not bad, not bad. Uh, Braves and Mets at the top of the East. Brewers and Pirates at the top of Central. And the Dodgers, of course, up there kicking ass uh, with the Giants. So Giants and Dodgers in the National League. Um, and there's your baseball, folks, right now. It's still it's just starting back up. So we're going to give it some time next week. Uh, <laughs> But for this week, that's it for the episode. You can check us out on Instagram at WTF. I can't do it. WTF.sportscast. Thank you. Give us on Instagram. Follow us. Message us. Like us. Then go on other podcast places like Apple, Amazon, Podbean. You know, give us a like, review, five star. Uh, we don't get anything if it's not a five star. So. Yeah, really hammer that five star because if you hit that and then walk away. Like we say every time, pick up your friend's phone, hit the five-star, but hit that five-star and walk away because that's how we get boosted. That helps us get up the charts. But other than that, folks, have a great night. We are out of here for Friday. Let's get some bacon. Boom.